0: time enough at last submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans sean majors and keith conrad Rewatch the twilight zone from beginning to end it's like something out of that twilighty show about that zone a brief if frenetic introduction to mr archibald Beechcroft, a child of the 20th century a product of the population explosion and one of the inheritors of the legacy of progress Beechcroft again. This time, Act Two of his daily battle for survival. And in just a moment, our hero will begin his personal one man rebellion against the mechanics of his age. And to do so, he will enlist certain aids available only in the Twilight Zone.
1: Episode number sixty three of the Twilight Zone was The Mind and the Matter. And uh, Sean, it's about uh, Mr. Archibald Beechcroft, not to be confused with the aircraft company Beechcraft. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that it might be one of the the most Twilight Zony names for just like an insufferable
1: nerd and, and there have been quite a few uh, uh whimsical names for insufferable nerds Henry Bemis name. yeah <laughs> uh, he's definitely at the top of the list, but uh he's just he's basically just annoyed at literally everybody
0: everybody, everybody in the world. Everything would be a lot better if it was just a bunch of hymns around.
1: Well, I think it. it well, it, we it, uh, it we 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 don't want to get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> he, you know, he's he's annoyed at everybody. Uh, at one point, uh, somebody spills coffee on him, and he just goes ballistic. And uh, he goes to the bathroom, and he 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 meets up with a, a coworker, Mr. Rogers. Um. So he's in Mr. Rogers neighborhood yeah. <laughs> and, uh, if you will <clears throat> uh you know if he, he basically says if you want to avoid having uh, headaches you can uh, you can you can read this uh read this here book and it'll teach you how to uh how to use your brain to you know make the world around you a, a, a better place right Na- and so naturally Rather than making the world a better place, he decides to just get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, why, why wouldn't you?
0: Um, I would be lying if that would not be the first thing I would use it for. <laughs> oh,
1: would that would that be if you if you learned that you know through. Uh, you know, through the power of your mind, you could do anything you want. You would just get rid of everybody.
0: You know, just have a little peace and quiet, you know? And then, I mean, if I can, if I could get rid of everybody, that means I can bring them back. Right. Well, that's true. That that is true. Um, And if I'm not tired of them, then they're not tired of me. It's a two way street. I'm really helping everybody.
1: That's true. Yeah. (laughs) He's really thought this out uh, very much because you know if if you get rid of everybody, I mean, we all saw the History Channel series "Life After People." Oh yeah, it was good. And one. Uh, and, and it doesn't uh, it doesn't end well for civilization when there's no. people around.
0: Nature nature reclaims the land.
1: I, I think I saw somebody. Uh, he was he was pointing out the um, you know like the logistical problems of the Walking Dead. <laughs> and one of the things that uh, that this person pointed out. It was on YouTube, so you know it's true. Oh, of course. Is that um, if everybody just disappeared today? And you could also probably apply this to the um, to the uh, the Avengers uh, Infinity War <laughs> uh, problem. And if, if half the people disappeared, but right. in, in this, if all the people disappeared tomorrow, uh, and you were all alone in the world, um, in about two months all of the nuclear plants in the world would melt down. <laughs> so not good.
0: Uh, yeah. So I might bring people back uh, within that two month window.
1: Just every once in a while, just, just bring everybody back. They can flip whatever switches they need to, then make them disappear again. You know, they, they can, they can come back for that just to make sure the the world doesn't blow up.
0: Just run some cool water over the, <laughs> over the energy cores.
1: That, that's all you have to do. So, yeah. That that by itself would be a, a bit of a problem, <laughs> um, you know. Plus, plus, uh, there's the obvious that eventually you'd get uh, get a little lonely,
0: get a little lonely. And then, you know, if I'm, um, <clears throat> you know, if I'm in time enough at last, uh, not the not the award winning podcast, but the uh, season one episode of the Twilight Zone, and I break my glasses, I might need somebody to you know make new glasses for me.
1: Yeah, what you might have to do is, you know, like, I, I'm not sure how this works. I mean, in this episode, he just thinks it, but maybe it's like a Thanos thing where you make a wish and snap your finger, which, by the way, <laughs> props to, the, props to the, the writers of the Marvel movies, that they made a situation where <laughs> losing the fight was literally a guy makes a wish and then snaps his finger and it happens. That's all it is. That, <laughs> I mean, serious and dramatic.
0: If that's not an episode of The Twilight Zone, I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah, the... the, the you know, I, I thought about that once. Like, I, I think after the uh, the second time I watched Infinity War, I'm like, wait a minute, this all boils down to making a wish and snapping your finger. That's kind of dumb.
0: And then like, and it getting reversed in the next episode, uh, <laughs> in the next movie.
1: But but God bless them, they made it work. They certainly did. They did a great job. Uh, so when you're when you're doing that, when you're making your wish, uh, you might want to say, okay. There's the there's these people that uh, handle the logistics of the world. I'm just going to go ahead and let them <laughs> let them stay. They, they,
0: they're a- that um that, that that would probably be the process. I'd uh, originally get rid of everybody, then realize I need you know people to fix roads and uh, <laughs> law enforcement officers and grocery store clerks.
1: But you know, Beechcrofty reads this book and and he's not <laughs> thinking ahead as we are. Mm -mm. And, uh, you know, what happens when you uh, read a self-help book, you end up destroying the world, basically. (laughs) What a book.
0: Uh, What an an effectively written book that it, uh, you know, all it took was one read for one random person. And he mastered the art of uh, blinking everybody out of existence.
1: Well, it makes you wonder if, you know, because obviously this book was in print somewhere. Uh, probably more people bought it than uh, than bought my uh, debut novel, Righteous Might. Uh, uh, you know, on Amazon. I mean, the the Mind and the
0: Matter has been out for you know sixty fifty nine more years than 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 your
1: book. So that, that that's true, but uh, it, it makes you wonder. Like, did did other people buy the book and um, mm-hmm. like they they did these sorts of things, but nobody noticed? You know, eventually, they put the world. Back right again, and, and so nobody noticed. Like this has been happening all the time, just nobody noticed.
0: Either that, or the 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 book is the um, the cause of every kooky thing that's ever happened in the Twilight Zone.
1: Uh, the Twilight Zone, or you know, in real life, <laughs> it may have actually been like the the uh, um, the uh, the the cause of everything that happened between that solar eclipse and now. There you go. I mean, that, that's really. That's really when everything went haywire. It was after the solar eclipse. Because then you have the Cubs winning the World Series, uh, Donald Trump winning the presidential election. Oh, God. You're everything right. Everything happened after that solar eclipse. Oh, my so, God. Uh, so I'm thinking that on that day, you know, somebody took the day off from work to, to watch the eclipse. And they, uh, they ended up uh, pretty much destroying the world. And I'm going to stick <laughs> with that explanation.
0: I'm on board with that. As always,
1: I, I think that makes a lot of sense. So <laughs> obviously, uh, it, it actually does not take him long to realize that uh, the the world without people is not that great. It's, it's pretty it's boring. Kind of, yeah, and so uh, he decides that you know rather than it being just me, I think there should be everybody should be just like me,
0: <laughs> exactly like him
1: and uh also props to the the props department from the twilight zone or or I guess it would be the costume department because yeah. uh, they had they basically had to figure out a way to make everybody look like him with 1960s <laughs> special effects they actually
0: I thought they actually did a pretty good job in this episode when uh when the first woman Beechcroft, shows up which is just Archibald Beechcroft in a wig like it is uh, it really sells the entire episode I liked this one a lot actually I thought it was you know was
1: pretty funny yeah because because I mean obviously they are able to do some camera tricks and just have him yeah. play different people you know like he, he shows up in, in drag don't tell conservative talk radio <laughs> um, you know to, to play a, a woman who, who obviously looks just like him and um the the way that they filled for the the rest is they they seem to take like a Babe Ruth mask and just put it on everybody and that's, <laughs> it looks, it looks, it looks enough like like Beechcroft that... You know, you get the idea.
0: It really is just a Babe Ruth mask. I, I liked the, you know, the scene in the elevator. I thought it was shot very well. I did not realize it until, um, <clears throat> like I, I did, you know, just surface level research, but um, that uh, Shelly Berman, the guy who plays Beechcroft, was Larry David's dad in Curb Your Enthusiasm.
1: Really? So yeah. he, he, he hung in there. He was, uh, he was, he was with us until
0: September 1st, 2017, ripe old age at 92.
1: So even he passed away after the solar eclipse. Completely. Oh,
0: everything's falling into place, Keith.
1: Yeah. So so even we we can include that in your theory's <laughs> getting
0: stronger by the moment.
1: <laughs> so uh, he decides that uh, eventually, uh, as perfect as the world would be if everybody were more like him, uh, it, it, it's it's not. <laughs> So he he eventually decides to put the world right. I mean, good on him
0: for actually acknowledging that life would probably be pretty miserable if it was just a bunch of, you know, your own self just all around.
1: Yeah, I mean, he probably has the most personal growth of any character in the twilight zone. (laughs) That's a good point. He goes on a journey in these 22 minutes. I often
0: say, um, <clears throat> I often uh, borrow a line from a, a John Mullaney stand up bit. Um, if I was watching a movie that is my life, I don't know that I would be rooting for my character. Um, and I think Beechcroft comes to that conclusion a lot quicker than I did in life. <laughs>
1: And this is fairly unique in uh, in Twilight Zone episodes because he's he's clearly not a very nice person. No, not at all. He's yeah. a pretty miserable person. But but at the end of the at the end of the episode, he just becomes a, a marginally better person because of his experience, rather than you know being doomed to a life in you know in in hell or or you know something else. Like like he he literally just becomes a marginally better person. <laughs>
0: You know, this is what um, <clears throat> the old Sean would call a goofy episode. Um, but, you know, as with uh, a lot of people that I'm sure have come into to, uh, contact with you, Keith, I've grown for the better. And um, this is an episode that I genuinely like, uh, not goofy, but, you know, not like creepy or scary or, or you know, <clears throat> it doesn't have an all is lost moment uh, like like uh, time enough at last. But uh, I still I still like this episode a lot. I think it's uh, it's, it's it's just it's just, a, it's just a joy, you know, 20, 20 minutes and uh, and uh, you're feeling a little bit better.
1: It is. I'm glad in these 63 episodes, um, <laughs> you've gone on your own journey of personal growth and, and, and you've you've started to appreciate the the uh, the, the, the quote unquote episodes. Uh, no, I, I I can't say that, uh, you know, you've you've changed for the better, but you've changed better, as, as we, we learned from the musical Wicked. I've
0: definitely changed. That's for sure.
1: Um, yeah, and, and so has uh, Archibald Beechcroft, and uh, eventually he uh, changed his name to Beechcroft and started building airplanes. A little, little known fact. Wow.
0: You learn something new every day. Mr. Archibald Beechcroft, a child of the 20th century who has found out through trial and error, and mostly error, that with all its faults, it may well be that this is the best of all possible worlds. People notwithstanding, it has much to offer. Tonight's case in point in the Twilight Zone.